Well, we're uh, glad you're with us today. You know, a little frustrated. I'm not, uh, I got two different messages here, so I don't know how this is going to turn out today. So you're just going to have to go with me. But, you know, now the kids are out of school, I guess it doesn't matter. And they're going to stay up all night tonight anyway. So, but, uh, you know, it's amazing what goes on in our society. And we live in a place to where it just happens so fast. You turn the news on, you can see what's happening over in the Middle East. And all the different things that we see happening in our country. And, and so I was going a whole different way with the message this week. And uh, a few things happened. So we're going to, I guess, just see where this goes. So let's, uh, let's pray. Father, we are so grateful that we have your word. Lord, through the spirit, from the day that we accepted you as our savior, Lord, you light our path. Fathers, we continue this series has been shared this morning. It's your, your loving way towards us that continues to give us wisdom. And I ask as I continue to speak on that today, Lord, Lord, let us know that when we have wisdom from you, we, we will grow, we will learn, we will see life in a different way, whether it's the world or whether it's something happening in our families or decisions that we have to make as a parent, whatever it might be, Lord, help us to know you are always there to direct us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to turn to First Chronicles, not Corinthians, Chronicles in the Old Testament. You can also see it up on the screen. Uh, and we're going to look at chapter 12 and give just a short background of that, and then we'll go up to the book of James. But you know, it's interesting this time of year, you know, you think about kids getting out of school, going to school, or, you know, starting, and all of a sudden, you know, you see the sign on the high school, the grade school, last day of school, you know. And, and one of the things for some reason that, that I'd always think of, do you remember growing up, uh, I, they do it different now, but do you remember growing up that outside of your, your bedroom door, your mom or dad would take a, a pen or a magic marker, and they, you would stand up against the door, you know, you're set six years old, five, and then you mark the door, you know, and then the next year you mark the door, you know, and um, now it's more professional. You can, you can buy the whole wood piece off of Amazon now, you know, and you don't have to mark the doors all up. But I just always thought that was kind of cool. You, you know, you go back to your house, and you, know, you see that, you know, how that you've grown. How the, uh, and, and, and it's our physical body. We just, we remember that. You remember your parents doing that. And, and you go back the next year and you see how that you, you've gone to another level. I believe as a believer that we should be able to do the same thing. We should be able to uh, measure in such a way. Let, let me look at, let me share with you this. I've seen some believers that have been, uh, um, that accepted Christ as their Savior, let's say, two years ago. And also I've seen some believers that have known Jesus for 20 years. And there is more growth in the believer of two years, in many ways, than one of 20 years. I know some of you have experienced it. You, you, you know you have some friends like that. And, and what, what is that about? I really believe it's, it's, it's about this. It's about 
taking, Lord, we know just enough. We know the, know the jargon. We know the words. We know the right to prayer to say, or, hey, I'm praying for you, or this, that, or how you doing? You know, well, is that, that's the Lord's will. You know, and you just you know, got all the jargon down, you know. But when it comes to actually growing in the Lord and having it, how does that happen? You say, well, Dallas, I'd like to do that more, but how does that actually happen? That's what we're going to look at today. And more than anything else, which we've been building on and even been touched on it a few minutes ago, more than anything else, the hardest thing that you're going to have to do in those situations, I know you don't want to hear, but wisdom comes through waiting. Your growth, how did you get from that place on your door to school being out in the next year? How did it happen? It just, it just did. It happened over a period of time, nine months, 10 months, whatever it is, and you're back on that marker and you see that you've grown. That, that, that time factor, as we look in this word, I want to touch on what we're seeing just briefly, what we're seeing in our society today and how that it's so important how you draw that into your family and you make decisions and you see, man, what's going, what's going on in the world? What's happening? Well, let me give you an example in the Old Testament. There's a verse that's quoted a lot, and it's found in 1, Corinthians, or 1 Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. Let, let's, let me read it to you. You can read it in your Bible or see it on the screen. 1 Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. The sons of Issachar who had an understanding of the times to know. Notice, because they understood, they know what to do. What Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Let me, let me read this the first part again. The sons of Issachar who had an understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. All of us are in situations that we say, we all say this, what's going on? We look at the world and say, this, this, what, is, what is going on? What is going to happen next? You know, where are things headed? Let me give you the background here. Why? Why? is this quoted so much and why do we hear this about the sons of Issachar were so full of wisdom because there was growth there how is there growth there and here's where it is in your life my it's not complicated we have to get up we have to eat we have to do the things that we do it isn't amazing with your kids if you if you have little kids how how you know one of the biggest battles that you have if you have little kids is what is to get them to eat right you know, you're like shoving food down. You know, they're, they're running out. They want to play. They want to watch television. They want to play on a video. They want to do everything else but eat. But it's amazing to me that just a little bit, it just takes a little bit of what you give them to eat. And it's amazing how it, it feeds them. I want to challenge you today. If you just spend a few minutes with the Lord, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to, to push this down in any way and saying, oh, you know, just a couple minutes, you're fine with the Lord. That's not what I'm saying. We need to meditate on God's word day and night. But the scripture to open up and say, what is God trying to show me today? And he filters at the time that you have, and he's going to show you what to do. God is so amazing. He is your heavenly father. He knows exactly what you're going through, and he's going to give you exactly what you need. And if you take and read it for a few minutes, he's going to give you that digestion that you need because you're going to meditate on it through the day. What does it happen when we see what was going on here? Why could the sons of Isgar, what you say, Dallas, I'm not sure what's happening here. There's a background. The background is Saul and his sons were killed in battle, King Saul. And, and someone was going to take the, the kingdom over. 
And they had many times whoever went to where the kingdom was and with their army proclaimed that they were, that they were them, that they are now king. That's who became king. And there was a race to this site that we know called Jerusalem that's set on a hill. And whether it was the Jebusites or whether it was the Philistines and all the different battles that were taking place, Saul is killed in battle. The sons of Issachar, they knew that they were to back David. Why? How do we know what to do, what is, what is right and what is wrong? You ever think about it? They say, well, you know, we got a conscience. Well, more than that, that the Lord directs us spiritually because it's become very complicated on what happens in our society today, on what to do, what are we living in? Can, you know, you, you talk to people at work, right? And you say, can you, what? Did you read what in this in the news? Or did you see this on the news? It's so confusing what's happening. Here's what took place. I believe spiritually they already had the answer. There is a calmness that you and I can have today no matter what's going on in your life because spiritually, you know, God has already made the path. He's made it in your life. The example here is this. I believe they remember when maybe others forgot when David was anointed king when he was a young man. I believe they also remembered, you know, it wasn't David's physical strength that, over, that slew Goliath. Something spiritual had to take place there. We know the angel of the Lord had to direct that stone to, to knock Goliath down, and David was able to go and cut his head off. I don't even think David could pick his sword up. Something spiritual, the dynamic of that had to happen. I believe the sons of Issachar were able to see all this, and they knew something spiritual was going on, and they were able to, without a doubt, say, hey, we're going to back David. He is the next king. That's who we're backing. The same in your life and my life. What's going on in the world? And here's where I, I want to, you know, I want to talk to you just for a minute on this, and then we're going to switch gears. But, you know, every time, you know, six or seven weeks ago, whenever it was, I, I, I was sharing with you how that, ah, it's just so disheartening we read in New York how they applauded when you could have uh, abortion up through, up through when a child was born. And now, just last week, I, and it was just a couple days ago, and I felt I just had to touch on it again, Illinois it has passed a law just as bad, if not worse. What, what's, what can we see? What do we seeing in our world? You know, if I would talk to you about New York, Illinois, or 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 California, what would you think of for a minute if I, if I mentioned that to you? You'd think, of, you'd think of a couple different things. I know you'd think of the crime rate, and you would think of the immorality, and you'd think of all the things that are going on. I believe that, that if I can say this without being judgmental, there are pockets in the United States that the Lord is blessing, and there are pockets that the Lord, uh, that there is judgment. And, and I believe that what we're seeing when, you, when the Lord, how, how does his judgment work? If you're here today visiting and you're not sure, how, how does God's judgment work? You know, I always say, does he sit up there, you know, uh, with, with uh, Michael and Gabriel and say, okay, let's get the, the lightning and, and the thunder and we'll get the lightning bolts out and let's just see who we can whack this week, you know? And, and they're doing bad over there. We're going to fling this one over here. This, no, God doesn't work that way. God just says this. If you want to live 
like total heathens and live any way that you want to and do whatever you want to do, fine, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just, I'm just going gonna, gonna to back off. I go to put my hand on you and you smack it away, that's fine. Then you go ahead and you live the way that you want to live. The wisdom that we need to understand today and to know is that, that there is a spiritual dynamic just the same as the sons of Issachar. They called them wise because there was growth there because there was a time factor that they watched David. They saw the kingdom. They knew the answer. God has and will give you the answer for what you need. I so believe that. And in our society today, he's already helped us because this book is, is a guideline. It's a moral path. If, if, you, if people want to live the way they want to, God says, go ahead. But you will not be blessed. Now, I don't know quite how to say this, but I feel it's my responsibility in some ways to bring a little bit of the news, but the majority of the Bible, and I'm always juggling like, okay, how much do I share this craziness? And then how much do I share God's word? Because there's so much craziness out there. You can go look this up. I'm not going to go into detail. In the state of California, if you could go right now and you could get this job. I'm going to try and keep this, let's see, how can I say this right? I've been trying on this. But anyway, it's a, uh, 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 <laughs> anyways, you, you, uh, I, I just can't get this out. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say, if you're living in San Francisco, you can go get a job right now, and the cost of living is high there, and this, you know, my name is, but starting at $184,000 a year, you know what your job is? Your job is going around all day, eight hours a day, picking human waste up. That's your job. That's what you can go and be hired at. That's, that's the filth and, and how disgusting, uh, and this is happening, everything, I read so much this week about the state of California and how the, uh, uh, some of the police officers are getting typhus or typhoid fever, all the different things because of the, the, the waste, the rats, the rodents, the fleas, and all the different things because no one's cleaning anything up. Not only cleaning up all, all the debris that's all over the sidewalks, people that are homeless and what's happening with all this, it's, it's a mess. Why, why? You ask yourself, why? It's because we live in this world and God's saying, if you choose to live a certain way, go ahead. But I can't bless you. The sons of Issachar were blessed. God blessed them. There, do you know... People talk about that verse all the time, even to this day, thousands of years ago. There was growth in their life because they looked at it spiritually. When, you're, when you open the news up today and you hear something about Israel in the Middle East, I want you to think spiritual. I want you to think the end times. I want you to think, what does this have to do with the Lord coming back? It's not just about, about a peace treaty or it's not a fight is broken out here or there. What does this have to do? What does that have to do with me? What does it have to do with me then? Let's get it down to our, our life. You and I will have to make some decisions this week. And most of your decisions that you and I make, the, everything I just said is kind of out here a little bit. We're concerned about that, but we're not. Because you have too much going on in your family. There's a lot going on at work. Or you're not sure of what bill's going to be paid next. And, and so you're saying, Lord, I, I, I need wisdom. Show me what to do. 
See, we live as we started this series that we need to understand we live in a time factor, but we also live in a season. You say, Dallas, it's impossible to live in the season all the time. I know that. But I want you to look at your life as a season. As you live in this time factor, you and I, five years, ten years, whatever it might be, we live in time. We have to. But you also look at it as a season. And in that season, are you going to grow? Because of the things that I just shared, shared with you, and I could share a whole lot more, but I'm just letting you see where we are in our society. And now that we get closer and closer to the Lord coming back and how that that should help us make a decision in such a way that, that, hey, I don't know how much longer we're here. See, if anything else, what the Lord does when you walk through that door every week is to recalibrate, is to remind you who you are in Jesus and who you are in Jesus as you are more than a conqueror. You have already won. If you're willing in that season of time to trust him, no matter what we see in society, no matter how bad things get, you can win. How does that happen? Well, we've got to know what to do, just like the sons of Issachar. What did they do? Well, uh, husbands, I, I want to share with you, you should have these next few verses memorized for your wives. So we're going to go to <laughs> say, oh, man, let's get there. All right, James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Listen, husband, it's a great verse. Listen, James chapter 1 and verses 3. You, should, you know, you should be reading this to, to your wife because she has more patience. She's going to need a lot of patience. But anyways, James chapter 1 and verse 3. And let me, I'm going to just read down verses 3 through 5. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You know, that's what you can say to her. You know what you say? If you're just patient with me, I want to be perfect someday. Huh? It's right there. It's right there. You're laughing like you don't believe me. All right. Let me read it again. Listen to it carefully. Here's where we're at. We're all there. All of you have a, all of you are right there, wherever it might be. Knowing that the testing of your faith, you are here as a believer. You're on that growth chart. Where are you? That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Now, a lot of people stop right there and they say, okay, there's going to be a testing of my faith. And if I just hang in there and, and just wait long enough, uh, it's going to work out, and I'm going to be better off for it. And they give up because they don't see the next couple of verses. The next couple of verses give us the answer of how we're able to be complete, how we're able to have that patience and be perfect and lacking nothing. What it actually means is being to the place of lacking nothing actually means to be mature. You are at the place that you've grown in such a way that there is a maturity in your life that you don't lose it right away. You know what to do. You've had other things, and the Lord gives you this filter spiritually. How does he do that in that season of unknowing? where you need wisdom. You're going to grow? How do we grow? But let him ask in faith with no doubting. Let's go back to verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives... Let me just stop there just for a minute. You know what we do when something comes up right away? 
and, and something happens and you've got to have an answer. What's the first thing you do? You call the person that's closest to you or whoever might be your confidant and you ask them about whatever it is that you're going through and you ask them their advice. I want you to get to the place before you do anything else. As, as, as God's word says, David was in a fierce battle. I won't go into all of it. And everyone was against him. And he could have gone to all these other people and gotten all these other decisions. And it said, and David strengthened himself in the Lord. No one knows you better than the Lord. Now, should we go to other people and ask? I mean, whether it's our kids or whether it's people we love, absolutely ask them. They know us better than anybody on this earth and, and get counsel from. Where do we need to go more than any place else? It is our creator. He is our savior. What does he say? If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberty. In other words, he, do you know that you can never ask the Lord? for as much wisdom as you need ever. You can ask him as much as you need today, as much as you need tomorrow. You can ask him over and over and over and over again. Now, here's how he works. His work, the Bible tells us, which is God's word, his grace is sufficient for when? Today. You know, he'll actually give you an overflowing for today. He's not gonna give it to you for tomorrow. He might be able to give you a little insight and show you where you're headed. But the answer that you need right now, it might be not to do anything. It might be peace or it might be an answer. But he's going to give you an answer, all that you need right for today. But you have to ask him. If you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. You know, I believe what the Lord's telling us here. You, you know what? All of us here, you know what we're all... You know why we don't go to the Lord enough with that? We know ourselves better than anybody else. We don't deserve what the Lord wants to do for us, and we don't. Without reproach. No matter what you've done, no matter who you are, no matter how you sit, you asked the Lord the same thing two weeks ago and a week <laughs> before that, without reproach. You can just go to him. It doesn't matter. He just said, just come before me and ask me again. You can ask me as much as you want. I'm going to direct you. Without reproach, it will be given to him. There's a promise. But here's how we have to do it. Let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven, tossed by the wind. Let him ask in faith. Yeah, it's the hardest thing. We can ask, and we can ask all the time. But the, you say, well, Dallas, how is, where's the faith aspect there? The faith aspect, here it is. The faith aspect, when we're asking the Lord for wisdom, is you might not have an answer yet, but there's a calmness. All right, I just gave this to the Lord. This is not my problem. Lord, you know everything that's going on. I don't have the answer yet. But I'm going to have the faith enough. I'm going to trust you. Even though it's been months, even though it has been years, I'm going to trust you that you will give me wisdom to navigate this. Might not have the answer. You might not be able to know what you're supposed to do next year, but he will navigate your life today. 
And what happens when you know that, that you've given it to him and, Lord, I need wisdom in this, in this job situation. Lord, I, I, I'm not sure what to do in, in the family. And I, I, Lord, I, I, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. God is not the author of confusion. Let's just pull that out of the way. God will direct your step. So he's going to show you. So take a deep breath. You don't have it figured out. You ask the Lord for wisdom, and he says, you trust me. You trust me. If you're willing to trust me, even no matter how it looks right now, I'm going to give you the wisdom that you need. I'm going to show you what the next step is. Let's close with this one last verse in the book of John. John chapter, I think it's chapter 15. John chapter 15 and verse 11. I believe Jesus is talking about the prior two chapters and what he's relating to. He's actually, if you have it, it's in red in your Bible. If you had it, those are the words of Jesus that are actually spoken in the Gospels. But I believe he's actually, he's speaking. He talks about the helper, the Holy Spirit will come in my name. As a believer, you have something different than your, your coworker if they don't know. Jesus doesn't have, they can't relate with. You have the Holy Spirit. We're reminded every week again and again and again that the Holy Spirit is within us and will always show you what to do and what not to do. You know, I've always said if something's going to happen to me and I know I'm not going to make it and I'm there and my kids can't be there, I'm laying on the side of the road and I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's it, it's over, you know, and I'm laying there and the police come and I'm there, you know, and, and uh, it's it. I know I'm going out of here. You know, I'm not going to, you know, tell them I love them. They already know that. Here's what I want to be told. Officer, please, just tell my kids, each one of them, call them by name, guard their quiet time with Jesus every day. Why? Because that's the most important thing. They already know I love them. See, what I want you to know today is that you will never, never know how much God loves you. That doesn't even have to be a thought. But I just want to remind you today with this last verse. See, because the reason why you and I don't go to him like we should, because we feel like we don't deserve that. We feel like we're not loved the way that we should. But I want you to know just as a parent, as a child or a husband to a wife, God has this, so, this incredible love for you. It is so unbelievable. You cannot imagine how much that he loves you. All he wants you to do to be prosperous, to be successful, to look at eternity is to spend a few minutes with him every day. And he will give you wisdom because he already loves you. It's already there. What does he tell us as we close? In John 15, verse 11. These things Jesus is saying to them, I've told you how much I love you. I told you I've given you the Holy Spirit. will give you peace. will always be with you. These things, verse 11, I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. What's the conclusion today? The conclusion today is this, as we end this message, full, in other words, in that same verse, it also means mature. In other words, you've grown. Your growth in your life is because of wisdom. You continue to grow because, Lord, I don't understand this season. I don't know why I'm going through this. I want this time to be over. And God's saying, you already know how much I love you. And I've equipped you with the Holy Spirit 
And whatever it is that you need an answer for, you can ask me as much as you want because that's how much I love you. I will stop anything I'm doing day or night to listen to you. You are my child. And he says that, and he, let me read it again. These things I've spoken to you every time we talk about Jesus and his word and all the things that he's done for us. These things that he's spoken to us that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. You know what the devil wants to do today? Or anything else. He wants to steal your joy. And when we don't have answers and we're not sure what's going to happen and we're not sure if we're loved, if we're not sure what, what's going to happen in the next step and, and, and we don't know what to do and there's a, been a time factor going on and as that time factor goes on, we're thinking, man, did, Lord, are you really there? I mean, Lord, I, 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 there's nothing going on. Lord, are you, yes, he's there. He's there so much to let you know that he's just reminding you in that verse that he wants you to be so mature in your faith. So trust him without faith. It's impossible to please him. So trust him is that when you ask him, you so believe, here it is, you so believe that he's going to come through that the devil in that season of testing can't steal your joy. That's what he wants today. That's what I want to encourage you today. No matter what you're going through, you ask the Lord for wisdom and you trust him, you have faith, he's going to direct your step. And he's going to direct your step. See why it's so hard and why you have difficulty we do? Because the peace and the lack of joy is not there. And I'm here to tell you today that Jesus loves you so much, you will never, ever know, ever. These things I've spoken to you, he's spoken this word to us to let us know how much he loves us. And just to remind us today, as you're going through what you're going through, and you ask him for wisdom and it's not changing, but he wants to change you. And the way he changes you, he says, you just trust me. And as you trust me, watch the joy that you're going to have today. Not tomorrow, today. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Let's pray. I want to ask you right now, if you're here today and you know Jesus is your Savior, you're watching on YouTube, wherever I be, I want you to ask the Lord right now as a believer before we walk out of this place today, before we give an invitation, I want you to say, Jesus, thank you for saving me. And here's a situation right now in my life. And I, I'm going to ask you right now by faith, Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, will you give me wisdom? And you fill in the blank, whatever it might be. Lord, I know that I can grow if I'm just willing to trust you. And, and I know it's going to happen. And I know you're going to teach me through this. But, I, man, I, I just need to, to know what to do today. Lord, will you show me? Jesus, give me wisdom for today. Father, as we have come before you and we have asked you that, Lord, by faith, 
Lord, once again, we know we'll never, ever, ever. You loved us so much, you died for us while we were yet sinners. Never be able to underestimate how much you love us. And Father, Lord, we just want to trust you in a way today that, Lord, that growth that we so see in so many other people that it can happen in us that, Lord, by just saying, Lord, I, I just need you to show me what to do next. Father, you tell us about our approach. It doesn't have to be said a certain way or all the right things. You tell us you even hear our heart before we even speak, and you know what's on our heart. Lord, give those wisdom today. Give us wisdom. Father, we thank you today that you are our answer, Jesus. You are wisdom. You're our answer. We don't have to look anywhere else. So, Lord, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you as their Savior, may they... May they come today and accept you. Father, uh, YouTube, whatever it might be, Lord, may they say, Jesus, forgive me, a sinner. I believe that you are God's son. You died and shed your perfect blood on that cross 2,000 years ago for me. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. From this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Lord, as we give an invitation, as we always do here, if there's someone here who doesn't know you as their Savior, may they accept you this day. We will give you the praise and the glory. May someone step out by faith today and accept you, and I can pray with them and show them the way to you, to the cross. In Jesus' name, amen.